This is Lyle Muller, and I'm talking with Emily Heinem, who is a Science in the Media Fellow for Iowa Watch. And she's been working on a project about the potential health risk of silica sand. So, Emily, what I want to first talk to you about is where did you come up with this idea? What interested you in doing this story? Well, I just moved from Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin, which is in part um, in the boom of the frac sand mining industry where where we are finding issues with the silica sand. So um, when I lived up there, there was um, lots of talk about silica sand and the Pattison Mine Company, which operates out of Clayton, Iowa, that's right across the river from Prairie du Chien, um, was one of the biggest employers in the area. So a lot of my um, friends and acquaintances work for Pattison, and um, from there I was able to um, realize that some of the health, health issues that were going on in the community, and I wanted to explore that a little farther to see um, what issues could arise when exposure was prolonged. And what were you able to find out? Anything conclusive? Well, most of the data show that Um, there's a lot more research left to do. So I interviewed two um, major researchers that were looking into silica dust. And what the problem is with that, basically it's um, like little sharp shards um, that are microscopic, you can't see them with the naked eye, that can lodge themselves into the lung tissue and scar um, the the very interior of the lung. And so prolonged exposure um, can really do some damage. So it can cause silicosis. It's also carcinogenic, so um, cancer-causing. And um, basically, I found that um, there's some disagreement about if there's a risk to community members or not. It's known that it's a, it's a health risk for the employees, and so they have personal protective equipment to help um, protect themselves. But when it's um, exposed in the air and when it's dislodged from an explosion, which happens regularly at these plants, um, there are issues with um, the surrounding community members um, breathing that air in. And basically they're looking at the concentration of that. Is there enough silica in that to do damage in the lungs of community members? And um, I had one researcher that showed that... um, there was not any issue at all. And then another researcher that said that pollution um, was much higher in these areas. And by pollution, I mean very small particulate matter um, that is in the air that could get into the lungs of community members. So there's a lot more research left to do um, about how damaging it is. As you were doing this report, what were some of the things that sort of changed your thinking from when you started with the story? Did you run into twists or turns during this research? Yeah, when I first learned about silicosis as a risk, I thought that there would be more established research in the matter, and I thought that um, it had already been thoroughly explored um, and written about and published. What I'm finding is that there's a lot less research than I originally anticipated and a lot more room for people to discover um, more about this danger to the community. So I found that, um, that the, yeah, the community um, 
is divided about how they feel about it. And even though even though it's a risk, there's still such such an economic part of the community, um, this sand mine industry, that um, people aren't as concerned as I thought they'd be about it. And then let's talk a little bit about the process of doing the journalism because this was part of an, uh, an educational experience for you as well. What types of things did you learn about in-depth journalism as you were doing the project? It takes a lot of work. There's a lot of sources that need to be uncovered, and um, a lot of what I'm finding is corroboration that um, you might be able to talk to one person, but you have to be able to back that up a lot more than I originally anticipated. So it's a good learning process to be able to um, dig in deep and be confident in what you're writing Um, to be able to look past um, the original source and be able to dig deep and and to be able to corroborate everything that you're writing. Did you run into any roadblocks trying to interview people? Certainly, yeah. I found that especially in a controversial topic like this, in such an um, economically important piece of the community, that people don't like to get into it too much. So I found that a lot of people could talk off the record, and as soon as I asked for their names, they didn't want to communicate. Have you enjoyed the project? Yeah, it's been bigger than I thought it was going to be um, because I think it's very important. It's a lot more political than I thought it was going to be. And so that's gotten me out of my comfort zone, for sure, to be able to um, try to open people up and get them to communicate. That's been a challenge. But the the writing portion um, and being able to feel confident in my learning, especially, has been very important, and, and I feel much more knowledgeable um, about the community where I lived. What do you hope people get from this? Yeah, I hope people understand the importance of um, the research that's being done now and that there is um, a lot of room left to look. So I hope people start to get interested in this, even though my story doesn't cover the full depth of silicosis in general. I hope people start looking into issues of their health in the communities where they are. This certainly isn't the only one and certainly isn't the only community health issue. So I hope people just find ways to address their own health issues and kind of take take responsibility for looking into their health. Emily, thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.